Play Vibes Only podcast. <laughs> I'm your girl Jessica and I just want to say what is up y'all. If you are tuning back in, thank you so much for joining me again on this lovely, lovely um, fifth episode of ours. This is episode five and I'm just super, super psyched to be back after another unwarranted two-week hiatus. (laughs) It has been life be out here life and y'all like I really can't even give you a full rundown but you know I'm gonna try. I'm gonna try to update you guys because I feel like you know especially if you're coming back um, I feel like you deserve to know. what's been going on um because yeah (laughs) it's 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 been a lot I mean a lot of good things but definitely a lot to kind of deal with and just kind of manage um it's definitely a lot of new um and you know it's a season of that and I'm super I'm excited and I'm trying to kind of embrace it um and kind of flow with it too because one thing I've noticed is that um I tend to get overwhelmed very easily sometimes especially when there's a lot going on in my life and a lot that I feel like I don't really have a lot of control over um that sometimes can be very overwhelming for me and it can kind of cause me to get in my head a lot and just not really not really know how to cope um and it caused me a lot of anxiety I'm not gonna lie you know but I'm trying to release that and release that need for control because one thing and I mean, we'll get more into this as we get further into this episode. But one thing motherhood has definitely taught me is that um, I have to release the need for control. <laughs> I can try to place, you know, put things into into structure or not necessarily put things into structure, but I can try to create some type of structure throughout my day. But I have to be very, very open to going with the flow and yeah you would think like those that know me would probably be like oh you're the most go with the flow person I've ever met Jessica but then that just shows how how good I am at like controlling (laughs) that image of the go with the flow girl um because it's definitely it's easy to go with the flow when you only have yourself to worry about I feel But when you have like other lives that depend on you, a lot of times you want to be like, okay, let's do X, Y, Z. And kids come in and just like, mom, whatever you have planned, we want nothing to do with that. We want to do our own thing. And then it can either go all fall to chaos or you can just be like, all right, let's go on the roller coaster, see what happens. (laughs) And that is where I'm at right now. Um, but again, if you're like 
tuning back in. Thanks so much for joining me um, and joining us back here in this uh, this wonderful transformation space. Okay, um, but if you're new here, welcome. Uh, thank you for joining our Slay Vibes crew, and I am so excited to have you here. <laughs> but um, I guess I'll give you guys like a little mini life update, right? So. Um, the, for those of you that don't know, or for those of you that do, I am a mama of two beautiful twin girls and they are coming into, they'll be six months, I believe in a week. Yeah. Six months in a week. Oh no, I'm sorry. In a couple days, they turn six months on the 26th and we have been kind of going through a um if you so you know part of like my my early childhood development background that i have because i've worked in the field of early childhood development for about 11 years now and um it's what i went to school for and so there's something called the wonder weeks and it basically is this sort of like week by week sort of set up for these brain development leaps that babies go through and we are stumbling well we're finally emerging like out of the jungle that is leap four um that happens between four and five months or four and six months i should say and it's the longest the biggest leap most brain leaps that these babies go through last for like maybe two to four weeks at a time this one lasted for i want to say about six or seven weeks and it's when they are going through the most developmental growth they're learning brand new skills physical and mental and emotional and um it is the leap that just <sighs> sleep deprivation prevails during this leap <laughs> And so I, my husband and I have been on this sleep training journey with the girls to kind of help not only them get more rest, but me and my husband get more rest and just, you know, help them kind of manage everything that their little bodies are going through. Because again, when you get rest, you can get through that, right? So we've been sleep training over here and it's going well. I can't say it's not going well because it is, but the dedication and the consistency and the commitment that it takes to not only sleep train one baby, but two at the same time, um, it has been a learning groove and process. And I will admit that it has taken up most of my brain power. <laughs> and it's like I can't think about anything else except for getting them on sleep schedules and making sure they eat and we've also introduced solids into the mix so my little 17 pound babies have been eating up their oatmeal solid like nobody's business and so that's what's been going on okay we've been doing that and then we had their baby blessing i want to say about two weeks two three weeks ago 
So that took up some time organizing that and kind of getting their outfits and things together and um, letting family know about that. So that, that happened and that was a beautiful day. They looked so cute and it was just so great to have the support of family and friends and just everybody who has really seen my husband and I through this this new venture into twin parenthood from the beginning. And I know some of you guys might've listened to, I wanna say like my pregnancy into birth story, <laughs> um, that episode last from two weeks ago. Um, and I realized now I kind of rushed through a lot of that because it's, it's a lot to try to unpack into one episode. So I probably should have split it into two because I feel like there was a lot in my birth experience that I didn't really get into. But so just know I probably will go a little bit more into that um, in a future episode because a lot of what I experienced um, in my birth experience kind of trickled into my postpartum and the first 12 weeks of kind of managing and like becoming a mother like actually falling into motherhood and and really embracing that was really kind of was super affected by what my birth experience was and I didn't really realize it until um a week or so ago when I watched The Business of Being Born. It's this documentary that Ricky Lake and a friend of hers did some years back. And I watched it and I realized that, um, yeah, I still have some some uh, trauma surrounding my birth experience <laughs> that I'm definitely gonna have to unpack at some point. But um, that was a mini tangent. <laughs> uh, but it was really good to have everybody um, who had supported us from the beginning there to just witness, you know, us rededicating our little babies back to God. It was, it was awesome. And then Mother's Day, of course, that was uh, a big thing because it was my first Mother's Day. And I was going through a lot of contemplation and just kind of reminiscing and looking back and kind of really thinking about what motherhood meant and means to me and what it has been and so far like what my lessons have been so far and what I've learned and that's where this episode kind of came to be in my brain I was like okay I want to talk about this and I want to share some stuff and um so we're gonna get into it and I yeah <laughs> I also um recently started um physical therapy um with a friend of mine's friend who's a physical therapist but she specializes in um postpartum health and um working with moms um for pelvic floor therapy and just um really working on getting my postpartum body and mental health like aligned right so i started working with her and i'm really excited about that journey and i can't wait to tell you all more about that because again that's a whole episode in and of itself <laughs> it's my postpartum journey 
and uh, my postpartum mental health and wellness has been, that has been a whole thing and it's still happening and still developing. So I can't wait to clue you guys in on that. But we're going to take a little short break. And then when we come back, I definitely want to, I want to open up with you, open up to you guys about some of the stuff that motherhood has taught me thus far. (laughs) Uh, Yeah, so don't go anywhere. We're going to be right back. y'all so i i want to dive right in to today's topic right um and just kind of open up with a little story time uh kind of piggybacking off of you know me giving you guys my life updates thus far um leading up to mother's day right i was in kind of the thick of everything that had been going on in terms of like our busy schedules and just how you know we've been sleep churning the girls and all that stuff and it just really had me thinking about what motherhood has been for me so far like what it has meant what it has taught me, what it has shown me about myself. And even, you know, just has it been completely what I pictured motherhood would be? Um, If it had lived up to the expectation, you know, I had in my brain about what it would be, how it would feel, what it would look like. Um, And... I really just, I was sitting back and I was kind of thinking about all the lessons that I've learned in motherhood thus far. Um, Where I was going, like what it was, just what it meant, what it meant, what it means to me. Because I'm still, it's still a journey, right? Like I'm still on this journey of motherhood and I don't think it will ever come to a a final destination. Um, I'm going to be a mom until the day I die, you know, but, um, and also too, I'm thinking about motherhood where I was and I still am from a different angle because I am a bonus mom. Uh, for those of you that don't know, I have two beautiful bonus children. Um, my husband had two children from a previous marriage and so I've been a mom in a sense, right? But now I kind of call this like my my rebirth, my motherhood rebirth. Um, Because now I have my my own like two bio babies. And what has that experience been for me that was different from when I married my husband and became a bonus mom. And in thinking about all of this, I decided to take the question that I posed in 
the episode from two weeks prior and I decided to post it on Facebook and kind of just see what the answers were and the question that I posed was what is one lesson that motherhood has taught you and I just kind of like put it out there and I was like for all my moms out there like what's one lesson motherhood has taught you and honestly you all gave some really amazing answers like a lot of answers that I was like I had to screenshot all of it because I was like okay yeah these are good and they're in they were so insightful and just very some of them were similar but they were coming from like different angles and I kind of just want to I guess compile like my lessons and experiences with some of the answers that I got from the Facebook question and so I kind of have like five lessons that I want to get into for this episode because again if we were going to sit here and talk about what motherhood has been not just for me but for those of you that shared we would be here all day all day all night it would be a thing um (laughs) but I think that I really just want to share these these kind of five lessons and then um just kind of let you guys into some of the stuff that I've been thinking about you know and one of the lessons that was not only a unanimous answer on Facebook but something that I feel like I've been taught or that I've been not necessarily taught but that I've been working on from many different angles for many different years and that is patience patience is a true virtue (laughs) and motherhood has really really hammered that into my brain thus far like patience has been such it's been a word on my brain almost every single day and it it kind of stops me in my tracks most days because it it's a repeat lesson like you learn it every minute of every day no matter what when you wake up when you go to sleep it's on repeat because you're dealing with two little humans that don't know anything about patience and if you as an adult don't know anything about patience like myself um or you struggle with it like myself it's hard to teach a child what patience is when you don't you can't deal with it yourself like you so (laughs) and not just it's like patience with them and their changes and everything that they're going through because again like I find myself some days like even today I had this moment where I I knew we had been out all weekend right 
I knew that the nap schedule that I had set for them was going to be off today because it we had two full days pretty much of them sleeping on the go. And so I knew that today was going to be a reset day for them. But even in me knowing that, when it came time for them to take their morning nap, somehow, someway in the back of my brain, I expected for them to just go down with no problems, no issues, no help from me, like all of that, like they had been doing. And when it didn't turn out that way, (laughs) and what normally takes five minutes for them to go to sleep turned into 35, 40 minutes, I found myself getting really anxious and irritated and just being like, will you go to sleep already? (laughs) And I got short with them. And again, you know, they're babies. They don't even fully understand what I'm saying, but it's, it was hard like sitting down when they finally went to sleep and realizing that like, I I didn't need to do that. Like my frustration and my irritation had more to do with me than it did with them. And the patience that I have to show them, it just, it, I, I really did. I felt guilty, y'all. Like, I was, I went through a real moment of, like, deep, like, just emotional, like, guilt. Just guilt. Because I was like, that wasn't, that wasn't called for. Like, I could have wait. I could have gave myself a minute. I could have breathed and then went in there and helped them, which is eventually what I did. Like, I had to rock one of my babies to sleep because... She just needed me. She needed me and she needed mommy in that moment. And I'm all she knows, right? I'm all, I'm her whole little world. I am literally the the focus, the sun and moon and stars for her and her sister. And they are only going to need me like this once in their lifetime, you know? As they get older and as they become more autonomous, it it's not going to be like this forever. And I have to be patient with them and with their changes and everything that they're going through and I have to be patient with myself and that's hard because that leads kind of into my next lesson that I've learned is um or that has been very prominent in this journey and that is to give myself grace (sighs) it's such a big thing giving yourself grace 
And I mean, we hear it all the time as moms, right? We hear it like all the time. Like, give yourself grace, give yourself grace, give yourself grace. But what does that actually mean? What does that actually entail, right? Because mom guilt is a thing and you're going to feel it no matter what you do. No matter what choice you make, you're going to feel it in some way because everything you do is now centered around these two little lives. And for me, I used to say like marriage shows you just how selfish you are as a human being. I used to say that about marriage. I think motherhood does that in even greater volume. Like it shows you just how selfish you were as a human and just how focused you've been on yourself your entire life. Because now it is no longer about you. And the struggle that that sometimes brings up inside me specifically, I don't know about you guys, but in me, being an only child, being somebody that pretty much grew up solely relying on and having myself, you know, to focus on. It's been natural, but a struggle at the same time because a part of me does not want to forget my own hopes and dreams and goals while still prioritizing the care and love and dedication that I have to them. And that is a constant struggle that really, really brings up the mom guilt every time I get frustrated with needing to go tend to something that they need from me while stopping something that I'm trying or need for them while stopping something that I'm trying to do for myself. And (laughs) oh Lord, it's just, it is a never ending loop. And I have found that I've had to pull on not my own grace, but God's grace consistently every single minute of the day because perfection is not possible in parenthood you there's no way you can't be perfect there's no perfect parent there's no perfect person so you're going to make mistakes you're going to come up against these obstacles and walls in every decision that you make sometimes. And you just kind of have to be understanding and empathetic with yourself. And that is so much easier said than done, but it is something that has to be consistently practiced every single day. Patience and grace, baby. Patience and grace. Practice it every single day. (laughs) And again, 
That also leads into the next lesson that I'm being taught in motherhood. And that is practicing gratitude and being present for the small, intimate moments. I'm going to give you guys another example. Um, I exclusively pump as my form of breastfeeding. And I have certain times during the day where I kind of have to go and put on my pumps and get ready and get prepared. And a lot of times I do that while they're sleeping, but sometimes I have to do it while they're awake. And um, one of the twins, Eva, is learning how to she's been she's been working on it man she's she's got it now she's got it now but um beginning of this week she was really really i could see she was working on rolling right like she was like i'm gonna get this whole rolling from back to front thing if i if it's the last thing i do (laughs) and i could see it happening i knew it was gonna happen and so she's up front playing on the floor with her sister and i'm like okay let me I, I get the alert on my phone because I have an app that I use that says it's time to pump. So I'm like, okay, cool. Let me go up to the front up to the kitchen and put on my pumps. And I'm putting on my pumps. I get myself all set up and I hear this like little whimper, like, oh and I'm like, oh, what's going on there? So like I get everything together and I go back up to the front and this little girl has flipped from her back to her tummy and it's kind of doing like this weird like flailing thing (laughs) because not only is she trying to flip from back to front she's thinking about crawling too and i was so like oh my god like she did it like this is amazing and then i realized that i was not up there when she actually did it i saw the aftermath i saw her on her tummy already and i called my mom and i almost had like a little mini breakdown on the phone because i was like i missed it i pretty much almost missed it and i felt so guilty for not being present in that moment because I was doing something else that was, you know, equally important because, you know, they get their food from me. But I wasn't there when she did that for the first time. Not fully, like I wasn't fully present. And that was a hard moment for me because one of the the beautiful things about being able to be home with them right now is that I'm I'm here for the moments right like first steps first words like this is the whole point I want to be here to help cultivate those moments and then see them come to fruition and because I was preoccupied doing something else I kind of sort of missed a crucial moment although i've seen her do it plenty of times from that point forward but i i felt so sad 
I really did. I felt sad. And I realized that there are going to be times where these things are going to happen because life is always moving and, you know, there's always stuff to do, especially in the house, even though, you know, because it's just me right now. But I'm going to be more intentional about taking my time, stopping what I'm doing, and not feeling the urge to have to get things done while they're still doing what they're doing. Like, I have to slow down, and I have to be okay with slowing down. And (laughs) that's so hard for me. That's so hard. For me to be okay with slowing down because I am not used to that. <laughs> but I want to really practice being present with them. And not just being present physically, but also mentally and emotionally because there are days where that's hard too. Dealing with postpartum emotions and anxiety and depression having all of those things kind of compile on you can make it difficult to kind of be mentally and emotionally present. But I'm going to make it a intention of mine to do so every single day. And I'm going to do what I have to do to make that happen. And it's because I'm grateful. I'm grateful to be here. I'm grateful to be their mommy and to have them here like I'm so so in love I'm obsessed with those girls I really truly am and I love being their mother and so I'm so grateful that I can be here and I can see them and witness them grow so I'm gonna do what I can to make sure that that continues to be a thing (laughs) and so yeah (laughs) that's definitely a thing right and so you know understanding that that's something that I'm intending upon doing right that that's an intention of mine it really kind of leads into another lesson that I'm learning every single day and that is that my word And my words have weight. If I'm consistent, they'll be consistent. If I'm positive and I speak life into them, they will speak life into themselves and into others. And if I commit to something and say I'm going to do it, I need to do it because they're watching me. They're looking to me for guidance. They're looking to me for an example. And... I have to be that example for them. I can't let procrastination and fear and anxiety hold me back. I have to do everything that I set out to do because they're watching. And then I have to turn around and I have to speak life into them. I have to to speak positivity, to speak love, to speak joy, to speak peace. I have to do all of that and I have to speak it into their lives every single day because 
my words have weight. I'm their first line of defense every single time. And whew, that is so powerful. That is the most powerful role on this earth is to speak life into these little humans, these little humans that are here on this planet to be something, to be somebody. We as their parents, as their mothers, are their first line of defense. And that role just has so much weight and so much power. And I am slowly but surely stepping into that. And my girls will have every bit of confidence and just love and light kind of spoken into them like that's my that's my job I'm gonna do it and I'm gonna do it well and I'm gonna do what I need to do to make sure that I do it well every single day I'm gonna pray over them I'm going to pray into them and I'm gonna make sure that they know that their mom has their back regardless of whatever happens I'm here I'm here for you and I will always be here with words of affirmation and love for you, no matter what. <sighs> Ooh, okay, okay. Ooh, I'm getting emotional. Cause, yeah. Mm. Understanding that just kind of blew blew my mind a little bit. Yeah, that one really. <laughs> yeah, that one really got me for real. Whew. Okay, so, you know, kind of wrapping up what my last lesson that I'm learning every single day and that I, I was a full and still am. I was a full, full person with my dreams, my goals, everything before motherhood right and whether or not I accomplished everything that I had on my list or you know every goal that I wanted to accomplish before I became a mother the biggest lesson that I am learning is this or one of the biggest lessons within motherhood is that I'm learning is this don't lose yourself forever right because this early season of motherhood for me is a season of surrender right it's a it's a season of surrender to my personal goals and dreams being in the forefront because at the end of the day what's most important is them they need me right now they need every part of me they need every emotion they need every bit of love they need all of the care that I can give them they need it all right now 
And because they need it all, that in turn can leave very little left over for me. And I'll admit that in the beginning, when I was first realizing this right in the early weeks, that 12-week period, y'all, whew, that three-month postpartum period was something else. And having, you know, what that entails times two, you know, as a twin mom, <laughs> oh, it was something else. But as I was realizing the amount of care that I was going to have to give, right? I found myself getting frustrated and really angry because the expectation that we're sold on social media and just in society is that you can have it all, right? You can be a mom and you can be a working boss and you can you know, be an entrepreneur, you can have this, you can have that, and you can be a mom too, and everything, that is not always the case. And in most cases, there are going to be seasons where it is not about you. And this early stage, this infancy to toddler to preschool, this stage is not about me. This season is not about me. And I am slowly starting to become okay with that. But it's not forever. And I have to keep telling myself that not not as a way to be like, ooh, it's not gonna be bad for y'all. It's not gonna be not as not not like that. If you if you're a mom, you know what I'm talking about not in a sense of regret, not in a sense of rushing to the finish line, none of that. It's almost like this calm reassurance that right now is when they need me the most, but it won't be like this forever. And even though there's a tinge of sadness with that, of course, because I want them to need me always. And they're going to need me always. It's just going to be in different ways as they get older. And in those different ways that they'll need me, there will be more and more and more and more room for me, for my hopes, for my dreams, for my goals from my you know thoughts and and visions i should say and so in this season i have to surrender that and surrender the need for me to be the focus so that they can get all of the focus and i have to be okay with that and that kind of segues into giving myself grace right like I have to give myself grace I have to show myself the grace that God shows me every single day I have to breathe and release and just continue to kind of put my best foot forward 
as much as possible and be okay to stumble a little bit, but still release, let go. And it's all going to be okay. It's all going to work out how it's supposed to work out. And I got to be okay with the guilt that comes with that a little bit. And I got to catch myself when I find myself getting frustrated because I had an expectation set that day and it it didn't get met. Um, I have to be okay with that. And that's going to take a day by day. reminder (laughs) and I'm okay with that too (laughs) so in conclusion you know like motherhood for me has been such an eye-opening experience and I am so grateful that I get to experience it And I get to experience it this way with two beautiful blessings that honestly, y'all, I didn't, I didn't pray for twins. I just want to make it very clear that I did not pray for twins. I prayed for babies. I prayed for a baby. And God said, here you go. Here's two. Okay. (laughs) And I, it was a surprise, (laughs) but it's still been one of the most beautiful blessings that I have ever gotten to be a part of. I look at those two little girls every single day and I am just in awe of them, of who they are, their little beings, their little personalities. And oh, I'm gonna cry, (laughs) I'm gonna cry because they are the best part of me. And I'm so, so grateful that I get to be their mom. I love them so much. And my life is so, so full with them in it. And I just, I know that God has a purpose and plan for them because he brought them through me. And he brought them this far and he brought them the way that he did. And I am just so excited to see who they become as they grow and get older. And like... I just can't wait. I can't wait to see who they become. I'm so, so excited. It's, yeah, it's going to be a wild ride, but I'm ready, man. I'm just going to, you know, make sure I get all my physical therapy together so I can rip and run with them because we, they got places to go. They, they are already trying to be on the move and I just I, I gotta move out their way so they can do what they need to do <laughs> I can't wait so you know in leading into the next episode I kind of want to pose this question for you guys 
I want my I want you guys to kind of describe motherhood in your own words. I want you to tell me, share with me, whether it's on Facebook or Instagram. I'm gonna put it up on my Facebook as a question. What does motherhood mean to you? It can mean so many different things. It could be so many different things. It doesn't have to necessarily mean what society and what the actual, like, I guess, dictionary definition of motherhood is. It doesn't have to be that. It can be whatever you describe it as. Share that. I want to know. I want to know your insights. And yeah, I mean, I still have a couple more episodes that I want to do in this series um, that really talk about, so it might kind of bleed into April. I mean, not April, oh Lord. Uh, (laughs) It might kind of bleed into June um, leading up to Father's Day um, because I have a couple of ideas for episodes that I really want to share with you guys um, in this Dear Mamahood series. And so, um, yeah, look forward to those, okay? And don't forget to follow, rate, and review on all platforms. Thank you so much for you guys following and just uh, sharing these these episodes and this podcast with your friends and your family. Um, Any impact is just amazing and such a blessing. So by all means, continue to do so. And yeah, let's just keep going and growing. And don't forget, guys, to slay your way. It's been amazing reconnecting with you all. And I can't wait to see you all back here next week's episode with next week's episode. Okay. (laughs) Uh, Yeah. So I hope you guys have a fantastic week and I will see you soon. Thanks for listening to the Slave Vibes Only Podcast. If you love what you hear and would like to support future episodes and guests, feel free to donate through our listener support option on Spotify. Any amount is appreciated and helps grow our impact. This has been a Slave Vibes Media Production. <laughs>